0: Listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to reflect
1: on how summer worked in our families this year. But first, let's catch up on life lately.
0: What's new with you, Sarah? We are nearing the finish line in our renovation project. Right now, a lot of things have been turned over to us because we are going to stain the concrete floor, paint the walls, paint the outside do a lot of that to save some money. And then our contractor is going to come back in and do the trim and hang the doors. Mm. So once again, I am choosing paint colors, which as listeners know, is not a skill of mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we've gone back and forth so much. I think we're just going to go with paper white, which is a really light gray color that we used in our bathroom. And the floor in our bathroom is a blue-green tile and our Mm -hmm. concrete floor is going to be blue-green. Basically what I have learned over the years is that I just like blue green as Mm. colors in my house that Mm -hmm. that is my preferred look so I've been really struggling with what color to paint the walls because we need something neutral but I think we're just gonna do the paper white that we already have I keep walking into the bathroom and looking at it and thinking you did a great job choosing this last time Sarah you should just (laughs) go with what works Who cares if every room in your house has the exact same color palette? Lots of people do that as
1: a design choice. That seems fine. Mm, Yeah, I'm I'm really advanced in the design department. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) What's new with you, friend? I want to share about a cat remedy that I found recently. One of our cats had this ear infection that just would not go away and we were at the vet and we did the antibiotics and the ear washes and all the things. And I didn't want to take him back there because I didn't want to pay the vet again because mm-hmm. the first round of stuff we did didn't really do anything. And it didn't seem like it was affecting him that badly. Like he didn't seem sick. He was still eating and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like he had an itchy, goopy ear. And then I found this stuff that is silver and honey. So colloidal silver and... Some kind of honey that's been like sterilized. So it's not like sweet. Mm -hmm. Apparently honey has antibacterial and antifungal properties. Mm -hmm. So it's both an ear wash and a five-day treatment. So you do it every other day and it lasts for 10 days. So you wash the ear and then put the treatment in and then the next day you just wash the ear. And at first I thought it didn't work. But then I wash his ear one more time and he doesn't have any of the goop in there anymore. So I think that it did. And it's expensive. But compared to another vet visit, which is Mm -hmm. what I felt like we were staring down, the $50 for the home treatment feels totally worth it. And supposedly they have like a guarantee that if it doesn't work, they'll send you your money back. Hmm. So would recommend. And it's supposed to be for dogs as well. So if you have a cat or dog with a goopy ear check it out we'll link in the show notes now let's talk about what we've been reading
0: what's your latest book sarah i read the duology six of crows and crooked kingdom Mm. by lee bardugo it is set in the same world as the Shadow and Bone series, which got made into a Netflix series. That's right. I did not read that one. Somebody had specifically recommended the duology, and Neil read both, and he said he did not think that you needed to have read the first trilogy to get oh, good. this one because it's different characters, and it might take a minute to get up to speed on the world building, mm-hmm. but that it would be fine, and he was correct. The premise is there are six misfits that work together to break into the impenetrable ice court. Magical heist is the theme. It was a very enjoyable fantasy. I liked getting to know the different characters, good world building, etc. In terms of what I didn't like, on the one hand, it felt like a page turner. There was a lot of things happening, as they do. In Mm -hmm. these kind of fantasy novels. But on the other hand, it took me almost two months to get through it that I would read a little bit and then go to another book and then come back to it. So do with that what you will. Mm. I'm not sure if summer is the right epic fantasy time for Mm. me. Unless it's fourth wing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still on the list. I'm moving up. Should be getting that in the next month. (laughs) I would recommend it if you like YA fantasy. I think it was a really solid read and a fun escape. Nice. What have you been reading?
1: I want to talk about a book that is very special to me because it was written by a dear friend from North Carolina. This is called Feed the Baby, an Inclusive Guide to Nursing, Bottle Feeding, and Everything in Between by Victoria Ficelli. And Victoria is an international board-certified lactation consultant. She was our postpartum doula with Plum and then helped a lot with Pepper with feeding. And so she has been both a support to our family and a friend over the years. And I'm telling you that to say that even if she was not my friend, I would 110% recommend this book. It is so good. It's part nonfiction, part memoir, part manual about how to feed a baby. And you all know that I love a nonfiction book with evidence and footnotes, And also personal stories. Mm -hmm. And this one is a really good example of that. What I took away from it is that you're enough however you feed your baby. And then there's info for how to do all of it. So it's going to make me cry because it feels like such an important message.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Especially for new parents. This, you know, nursing and formula feeding and so many things are so fraught And this is just this lovely evidence-based conversation with a really lovely human and her voice and personality come through in it Mm -hmm. so well that I will be giving anyone who has a baby this book from now until it's out of print. (laughs) (laughs) If you are in that category, you've fed babies in the past, you're a birth worker who works with people who feed babies. You are expecting to feed a baby sometime in the future. Check it out. It's so good.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm glad that book is out in the world. Me too. Let's move on to our topic for today discussing how the summer went. Sarah, what is your general impression of your family's summer?
0: We crushed it. We had a great summer. It felt really well balanced. We started and ended with a family trip, which felt like nice bookends to the summer. Mm. And then in the middle, we had a good mix of camp and no camp weeks. Mm -hmm. Overall, we did fewer camps and the kids had more open time. There were things that were hard that we'll talk about. But overall, two thumbs up. 10 out of 10, I would do it again. So good. How was your summer? It went so fast. Yeah. Yours is even shorter than ours. Ours is 10 and a half weeks. Yes. And ours is only eight weeks. And it felt every bit as
1: short as that sounds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would say overall, I loved being able to be home with the kids and having just quieter family days at home with them. Yeah. As we'll talk about, there are highs and lows, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) but... I just really feel so lucky to have had that flexibility. So good news first, what are the things that
0: went well for you or memorable highlights of the summer? I was generally impressed with how well the kids did with the open time. I wasn't quite sure how it would go. And they filled that open time in the ways that I hoped they would. They did lots of reading, lots of playing with friends in the neighborhood, lots of trips to the pool. Lots of projects. H got really into woodworking, and so he spent a lot of time working on various wood-related items. Nice. It was not a completely screen-free summer, but pretty close, at least within our household, and that felt really good. In terms of camps, the kids did sleepaway camp for the first time, Mm. and it was a positive experience all around. I was so proud of them for trying something new and taking that risk and just seeing them grow in independence. And I hope it's something they'll do again next summer. But we are waiting to reassess that when the summer camp sign-up time comes around in winter. E wanted to try two new art camps. So this was the first summer, too, where the kids weren't in the same camps that HP had a nature camp that E didn't want to do, and then E did these two art camps that HP didn't want to do. And I think that worked out really well. She had one week on, one week off through those middle weeks of the summer with camp, and that felt really nice, that it felt like there was that open time, but then there would also be fun structure to look forward to. And because Mm. these were camps that the kids were choosing individually as opposed to this is what's going to work best for us as parents, it felt like they were more excited to be doing the camps that they were doing. It's awesome. In our lead up to summer, I had several goals in mind for all the things that we would accomplish. And Mm -hmm. I think I even said then, even if we don't get all of them, hopefully some of them will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the ones that did not happen, for example, where I really wanted the kids to each learn how to make three different recipes and become competent in doing that on their own, that didn't happen. But... The kids are on a great schedule of cleaning our bathrooms, so that feels like a big win. We do it right now where the kids clean a bathroom every other week, and then Neil and I clean a bathroom every other week. So since there's two bathrooms in the house, everyone's on an every-other-week schedule, and that feels like a nice way to share the task Mm -hmm. and... We have cleaner bathrooms than we've ever had because we haven't ever had a bathroom cleaning schedule to such a degree before. (laughs) Two thumbs up. In terms of highlights, I would say our annual camping trip was just such a delight. I love being out there with friends and family. My parents came this year. Neil's parents stopped by. The kids learned how to take the kayaks and canoes out by themselves on the lake. It is just some of my favorite days of the year. I also really enjoyed going to Holiday World, which is an amusement park. We went two days before school started with my mom, and just seeing how much fun the kids have is fun for me. And then joining the rock climbing gym was another highlight. We did this midway through the summer, and it's been fun for me to get back into rock climbing and also seeing how much the kids love it. It's been a great family activity and an unexpected highlight, something I didn't see coming when we started. So good. What are all the good things in your summer? Like I said, really the highlight
1: was having the flexibility to be home with my kids Mm -hmm. and being able to get Pepper out of daycare, which I think was a lot for him. It Mm -hmm. was necessary and it worked well for our family, but that kid was ready for a break and he got one. Good. It's really a gift to be able to give him that. And really they are creative and play really well together. I noticed it the most probably on our trips. I think when you're home, there's a lot more like picking at each other and less Mm, fighting. mm -hmm. But in a new place, they are drawn to each other. And I love seeing that part of their relationship for them to support each other socially when we're doing new things in new places as a family. Yes. I wouldn't trade any of that time with them. In terms of camps plum had a really good week at camp early in the summer she did what's called gross out camp in birmingham and it's where they just go and they're outside all day and i have a truly incredible picture of her in the creek with her campmates, and one little girl is holding this giant crawfish and plum is making this like face of horror behind her (laughs) it might make it on her christmas card this year it's so good You know, she is so extroverted, and when she gets in a new scenario, she's always a little worried at first, Mm -hmm. and then we sort of talk about, like, you know, making friends is one of your superpowers. Like, I bet you can find a friend, and then she'll come home. She'll be like, Mom, I made four friends, and I just feel so proud of that. Yep. The other camp I thought that we were going to do overlapped with a week that we were on a trip, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think in that sense, maybe we didn't have enough camps. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was a lot of time at home, but we also had a great time hanging out with friends here in town, sort of over the course of the whole summer. And we meet at a park with friends every Friday during the school year, and that continued through the summer. So we didn't go every Friday, but every Friday there were some friends there. So when we were able to dip in and, you know, everyone was sort of doing that depending on what their schedule was, was just a really lovely Like recognition of what it is like in our community of friends Mm -hmm. right now. And I felt so thankful for that also. Yeah. On the flip side, what were the things that went poorly or the memorable lowlights?
0: Definitely the general disarray of the house and horrible meal planning. (laughs) It felt like we were never on top of having the right groceries to eat real meals. I would say between 50 to 70% of our meals were quesadillas and pasta. <laughs> and when I say pasta, I just mean boiled pasta with butter and jarred red sauce. <laughs> Which is not even like a hit in your family really, right? It actually is with everyone but me. Oh, oh okay. The kids Got really it. like pasta with red sauce, and I like it fine with butter and lots of cheese, so mm. that's what I do. Nice. So it works out okay, but there's only so much that you can do. It's a lot of white and yellow foods. It sure was. (laughs) Laundry rarely got put away, just baskets and baskets everywhere. We started out strong with a 10-minute family cleanup, and HP is the one who would remind us, don't forget, we need to do our family cleanup. And he would get folks organized, and it was great for maybe two weeks. And then (laughs) it all fell apart. And it's hard to know how much of that is the summer with Neil and I trying to balance who's working from home, who's going into the office, feeling like we're really tag teaming in order to make it work with our kids having this open schedule and being home and the renovation happening at the Mm -hmm. same time. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt like a lot. And on the home front, we were having a great time. Lots of fun was being had. (laughs) Very little organization at the house. And I'm really looking forward to next summer without a big home project because this was Mm. the same situation last year. And I'm like, ah, that's just going to feel like one less stress in our lives. Mm. So much more settled. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll be totally done with school next year. I did not take classes this summer, which was the right call. I really struggled with that. And I think I would be having a very different conversation about how the summer went if I had decided (laughs) to take summer classes. Right. But next summer, it'll be even more open without that looming in the future. So man, if this summer was good, next summer, hope I'm not jinxing it. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Another negative was swim lessons. They were a bust. I am the person who wants my kids to do swim lessons in the family. The kids this summer are both water safe. They can float. They can tread water. They can swim across deep water. But I still feel like they need to learn the strokes and how to dive better than Mm -hmm. they currently are. No one else agrees. I signed them up anyway. (laughs) And I signed them up at the pool that is far away from our house. Uh It was going to be very inconvenient to go back and forth. The kids were very upset because apparently that pool is very cold. Mm. I was hearing a lot about how cold the pool was. So finally, I thought, okay, I can compromise. We don't have to do it my way. We'll switch to the pool that's closer. And that's mm going to be easier. We've done lessons there in the past. And I've hated them every time we've done it. But third time's the charm. (laughs) and We're just going to do it. And should have trusted my instincts. I should have just canceled it altogether, honestly, and just let it go. But I didn't. (laughs) And... HP said, yeah, swim lessons are fine. I just stand and spin around in a circle most of the time. And I was like, Oh, my "Mm -hmm, gosh. "Mm -hmm," Which I think is accurate. And honestly, the swim instructors are doing their very best. They're mostly high school students who are just thrown into it. And I don't think given the proper training on how to teach children to swim, but we will not be doing those lessons again (laughs) next summer. (laughs) And maybe we won't do them at all. I think what I want to do is I found out there's a session in May at the indoor pool run Mm. by the lessons that are really, really good. And I was thinking, okay, maybe we could do that, kind of preparing for summer, get back into swimming again. It's inside, so they can't complain about how cold it is. (laughs) But we'll see. I feel actually at this point pretty open to the fact that it's really a me thing that I Mm. am pushing them to continue at this point. And Mm -hmm. I don't do that with very many things with my children, as you know. But for some reason, swim lessons are something I'm fixated on. And so I think if they really push back, we can just say, you are water safe. If you would like to learn how to swim better, that is something that you can choose to do at another point. Sounds fine. But might make the same mistake again and sign them up without their approval. We'll see. (laughs) Could go either way. <laughs> what were the lowlights
1: in your family? So swim lessons were also a low light for us. Mm-hmm. We started doing swim lessons in March or April in the indoor pool, which went really well. And then in the flurry of the end of school and my schedule changing at work and all this stuff, you sign up in like six week blocks, mm-hmm. and I missed the block. Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. mid-June to the end of July. Yeah. So we didn't have swim lessons for those six weeks, which fine, we were in the pool at anyway, etc., etc. Then we tried to go back to swim lessons for August. Still really hot here. The pool's still open. We're back Mm -hmm. on the schedule. Pepper screamed his entire 30-minute lesson. Mm -hmm. It's just so much so I canceled our last two weeks of August. We're going one more time this week. Thank you, Miss Amy. We'll be back next time. (laughs) (laughs) Better luck next year. And really, Plum is water safe now, but Mm -hmm. she's still very novice. Mm -hmm. And Pepper needs probably two times a week swim lessons or something. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, we will just do it when he's five, when he's not four and a half, It will Mm -hmm. feel different. (laughs) May it be so. Also, so much whining and fighting when we were home. Mm. Love having the kids home. Love them getting an easy summer. Love not having to get them up in the morning. Love Mm -hmm. all of us sleeping in a little. Love me getting to take a nap while they watch a movie some afternoons and us not having to be anywhere. Mm -hmm. So many good things accompanied by so much fighting each other. Pepper is just in a very physical era of his Mm -hmm, life mm -hmm. at four and a half he is a large sturdy child he likes a lot of physical input he likes to have Mm -hmm. a pillow fight he likes to wrestle and he will ask for those things he'll ask for a squeezy hug but if he's sitting around not getting that stuff Mm -hmm. who he takes it out on is Plum And Mm. she will give it right back to him. So it's not like she's over here getting abused by her little brother who's actually giant. Mm
0: -hmm. It's that
1: (laughs) without extra input, they just end up fighting a good proportion of the time. Mm -hmm. So they play so well together. They're drawn to each other. So much fort building. So much imagination. So much Lego. So much water play. And also so much physical altercations. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully that will be better next year as well. Mm -hmm. And then because the summer felt so short, I didn't get all the self-care in place that I had hoped and planned Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. It felt more like I wanted to sleep in in the morning because Mm -hmm. I was probably doing the revenge bedtime procrastination because I was with them all day. But then I didn't get my walk before Andrew went to work. So just not great. Just a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Led to more of me yelling i might have hoped i think it still went pretty well but i can see the places that it would have been better sure and then like i said before i think a little bit more of them out of the house in a structured activity like one more week of that Mm -hmm. could have really helped our general balance of weeks of the summer i feel like it is so hard to know that until the summer's over Yes. And like, we've never had a summer like this Mm -hmm. the whole time we've lived here. So I feel like this was quite the growth opportunity for us.
0: (laughs) Lots of information to contemplate going into next year. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How was summer travel for your family, Sarah? It was really nice. We did two trips, one right after school got out and one right before school started. And I liked that. It felt like a fun way to kick off the summer when we went to South Carolina to see Neil's family. And then it felt like a fun way to end the summer, that we were ready to get out of the house by the end and do something different when we went to Colorado to see college friends and my sister. The South Carolina trip, it was good. We had a great time, but there were some rocky moments. We had a 15-hour car travel day on day one Mm. with a sick child who threw up going over the mountains of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So that was memorable. (laughs) And then when we were at the beach, which we have not been to the beach in years, the three days we were there were cold and rainy every day. We still went into the ocean, but we came out when HP was turning blue. (laughs) And our family ended up watching an entire season of Ultimate Beastmaster, which is like... (sighs) Ninja Warrior, only oh okay, different. <laughs> Has a very weird nationalistic vibe to it, <laughs> if you ever watch it. That was a fun family bonding moment, but we were hoping to spend more time on the beach and less in the tiny beach condo. I do feel like we made the best of it. Like, while it was happening, I was like, you know what? We're doing a good job. Rolling with the punches. And it was fun to try some new things as a family. We did paddle boarding, and Neil's brother has a tomahawk and a pallet that he throws them into. And so we had uh, several tomahawk throwing contests mm. amongst our family that was really enjoyable. The end of summer trip to Colorado was so nice. Oh my goodness. I loved just being in a different environment. Colorado is just such a different landscape than southern Indiana, and so many wonderful people. I just love All the folks we know out there, there's never enough time to visit them all, and just really filled me up getting to spend time with my family and with friends. Love it. One thing I would change looking ahead to next summer is that we did both trips Wednesday to Wednesday. And we did that so that I wouldn't have to take much time off work since Mm. I started a new job in December. So I could work all day Monday, Tuesday, leave on the trip, and then come back and work Thursday, Friday. That was a lot. Next year, Mm -hmm. I am hoping that we have more buffer days on either side, and we made it work, and I'm grateful we made it work, but it added more stress than was necessary. Yeah. I felt good about the amount of trips we did Mm -hmm. and how spread out they were. E just asked recently if we can go to Niagara Falls next summer, so maybe there's an upstate New York trip in our future, Mm -hmm. which sounds really fun, and I'm also... Trying to get our family to go to Europe for two or three weeks. Mm. If not next summer, then the one after. So fun. We'll see how that plays out. How were your summer travels this year?
1: Overall, good. But I do think three trips is too many in eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And with trying to manage my schedule, we were mm. short staffed at work this summer. So didn't feel easeful, like mm-hmm. I would hope. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot. And then we were out of town the week right before school started to go to the beach, which our beach trip overall was lovely. But then we missed all that, like, meet the teacher and back to school yeah. stuff, which felt really stressful. And I didn't anticipate that that would be as big of a problem as it ended up feeling like. Mm-hmm. It just made everything feel discombobulated. Yeah. You know, coming back, like, not having met Plum's teacher and... Not having filled out the parent info form so I couldn't get on the app to learn all this. You know, just a whole sequelae of things
0: that I didn't think would be bad and wasn't great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you want to start the new school. You're feeling prepared and ready and not like you're scrambling. Exactly. Our best trip was when just the kids and I went
1: together to see friends. It was only four days. So I worked That Monday, and then we got off really early. We all four went to the airport together. Andrew went to a conference in Portland Mm -hmm. and a trip to see his sister. And the kids and I flew to North Carolina. And they did so great. I was so proud of them. And Mm -hmm. I did so great keeping my cool. And everyone was awesome on the airplane. And we ate so much good food. And we saw all these friends, including friends who had moved out of the country after we left Mm. that we hadn't seen since 2021. I mean, just really amazing and such a good trip with my kids. And I just really love that part of North Carolina. And it made me nostalgic for it, for our old home. Mm -hmm. But it was a really sweet way to enjoy it again and really to reintroduce Pepper to it because he didn't remember anything, obviously, because he was younger than one when Mm -hmm. we moved here. So that was really a highlight. What is the best thing about the kids being
0: back in school, Sarah? The ease of both parents being able to work in the office to get our hours in. This was more stressful for Neil than it was for me, as he did most of the working from home, because his job is more flexible on that front. Mm -hmm. But it feels like a weight off of all of us Yeah, to be back into our routines and have that real separation of work and home, which is how I like it. I like Mm -hmm. when we're home, we're all home. No one's working. No one's looking at their work phones. No one has their laptop out and just feels good. And I am grateful we were able to make it work the way that we did. Mm -hmm. And I am appreciating the ease of working while kids are in school. Love that.
1: The best thing about my kids being back in school is walking both of them up the hill for the single drop off. And then taking my own walk. Mm -hmm. I have had my walk every day that I'm not working when I drop the kids off. It's amazing. I love it so much. I love not getting in a car. I love taking my walk. It is really hot, but I'm still doing it. I feel pleasantly sweaty. (laughs) It's great.
0: (laughs) I love that for you.
1: Thank you, friend. What should we remember to make our
0: future summers easier? You do not need camps every week, especially now that our kids are old enough to not need constant entertainment Mm -hmm. and supervision. So just keeping that in mind for myself and take a day before and after travel and Mm -hmm. make Neil take them too so that we are both helping with the preparation before in a non-stressed, frantic way and Mm -hmm. that we can... the same on the other end getting our life back in order also need to find more meals that can be thrown together quickly or different varieties of quesadillas because i (laughs) think that we're going to run into the same feeling of being time poor at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and very hungry yeah i wish i had suggestions to offer we just ate a lot of taco bell this summer (laughs) What do you want your future self to remember next year? Don't plan so many trips. Mm -hmm.
1: Space out the activities. So I love how you were describing a week of camp and then a week off Mm -hmm. and then a week of camp and then a week off. And I don't think we maybe even need that much, but a stretch or two with camps could be good. And swim lessons at the beginning of the school year in August are going to be a no-go, so don't sign up for those. (laughs) Good notes. Well, that's the end of our summer reflections. Listeners, we would love to hear how your summers went. Now, let's talk about what we've been eating. I want to share about samosas made with crescent rolls. Mm. This is something that my mom made for us when she came over the 4th of July, which was really wonderful. Thanks, Mom but she had just read The Bandit Queens in her book club and in her book club they cook a themed snack thing mm, every that. time and so she made these samosas and so it's basically potatoes and peas with all the yummy spices and onions and garlic and ginger mm-hmm. just wrapped in the crescent rolls from the can i would not have thought this was this good it was incredible you could titrate this spice a little bit it was a little much for our <laughs> younger palates But I think you could kind of work with it to make it fit. But it was amazing. Would recommend. This is a
0: great idea. I will be trying this. Genius. What have you been eating, Sarah? We made a very unseasonable at the moment since (laughs) we're in the middle of hot August while recording this. But I came up with a meal plan and this is one of my ideas. So we just did it. I made a white (laughs) bean chicken chili. Wanted something that I could put everything in the Instant Pot Uh and then be done with it Yep, and then have a meal. We cooked cheesy chips, which my kids are like, are these nachos? Is that what these are? I'm like, "Mm, yeah, they're just chips with cheese on them that we melt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in our family, I just call them chips and cheese. Chips and cheese. There you go. And Andrew calls them nachos.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, I feel like a nacho requires more. I feel that too.
1: At minimum, a bean.
0: I feel like it requires more or... A liquidy sauce. Oh, yeah. As opposed to just melted cheese. But (laughs) kids were happy because they could have that. I was happy because I had a filling meal. I'm going to eat the leftovers once we're done recording. Yeah. So this week, I'm trying to get back on the meal plans, making dinners at least some nights of the week. We did have pasta last night, but (laughs) (laughs) we're working on it that's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked
1: about today, including what we're reading and eating in the show notes in your podcast player. You can also leave us a comment on Instagram at friendlierpodcast or email us
0: friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly.